What makes a great business idea, or maybe more relevant for you in particular, what or which of all the ideas you have, of all the things that you thought through, of all the hopes or little daydreams that you might have had about running your own business, which of all those ideas is the best one? Well, there's a lot of ways into that question, and today we're going to do it through just talking through a list of potential options you probably haven't heard of or thought about yourself yet. It's going to be a great show, so come along with us, and I bet you want me to start that intro. Hello and welcome to The Fizzle Show! Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Fizzle Show. I am Chase Wardman-Reeves, and this is The Fizzle Show, where every Friday we publish another conversation about the art and science of supporting yourself doing something you care about. I didn't know if I really believed it when I said science there. (laughs) Science? Do we use science? (laughs) But the art and science of supporting yourself doing something that you care about. Your hosts are, well, Fizzle is your host today, okay? In case you aren't familiar with what we do here, Fizzle is training for small business owners. You find it at fizzle.co. Over 40 individual courses, all of them yours, for the price of about a dollar a day. It's not expensive, $35 a month. It's not just courses, it's also community. Membership gets you access to the forums where people are helping each other out. You get access to weekly coaching calls every Friday where an expert will help with your specific business. Okay, that's just included in membership. And you get access to the Fizzle Roadmap, which will guide you through setting up a business the right way. Okay, membership to Fizzle costs about a dollar a day. That's $35 a month. But as a listener, as a listener of this show, we love you listeners of the show because you're, I don't know, something about you is awesome. Um, So we make a big discount for you guys. You can get five weeks for free as a Fizzle Show listener when you go to fizzle.co slash Try five. Fizzle.co slash try five. As I mentioned, we're talking about business ideas, not just regular business ideas. These are uh, business ideas that people are actually making money from, okay? And we mentioned several in here that you might not have uh, even thought were possible before. All of these business ideas we talk about are in, explained in uh, a link that you can find at fizzleshow.co slash 179. They're all explained and linked out to examples of these things. Examples of these businesses. Hey, we got examples of the business. Where did you put the examples? I linked to them right in the post. Hey, we'll tell you more about it here in the episode, but you you can follow along at home at fizzleshow.co slash 179. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. I may or may not have a cocktail too, Steph. So, you know. Well, just have fun, you guys, drinking your cocktails over <laughs> you, there. You're not the only one doing the old pump and dump, but Corbin over here has got to do the the uh, the CrossFit. The pump and <laughs> the pump The pump you up. <laughs> I... Corbin and his wife signed up for a CrossFit. Uh, oh. A whole month. It starts of torture. It starts tonight. That's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have myself a pumpkin beer first of the season, and I'm really oh, <laughs> get out of here with your pumpkin beer in <laughs> September. <laughs> I'm ready. I've I've been ready. I love it. I'm so excited. I couldn't have pumpkin beer Next last year. Next you're gonna year. have was, eggnog was, beer. And I was pregnant November. last this time around last year, so I am taking full advantage. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's true. That's that fine. works. You gotta you gotta make up for lost time. That's right. Yeah, she's making up for a lot of lost time. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Who makes uh, pumpkin beer out your your way? Uh, company out of St. Louis called Schlafly. Oh, Schlafly. 
You know, okay. I like that about the Midwest and Chicago in particular, where they're Flush. like, <laughs> doesn't <laughs> what fucking, words start with S does, doesn't fucking matter what we call it. People will still buy it. Yeah. Like, it's, hey, Tom, <laughs> that's like the worst name to hey, call Tom, our let's brewery. Just use your last name. We can't come up with anything good. <laughs> Tom's just like, I've always been a Schlafly. I'll always be a Schlafly. Try to drink a Schlafly. I don't see what the problem is. Tom, you're a real piece of work, man. I guess we'll have to go with that, guys. There's people in St. Louis right now who are like, it's like a, it's like a St. Louis icon, I think. Schlafly beer, it's real good. <laughs> yeah. Recommend. What's that other? What's that other beer? Yingling. That's only in uh, Yingling. Wisconsin that you have to drive for. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh my God. This is gonna kill me. There's people in Wisconsin right now who are like screaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, New Glarus. New Glarus. New Glarus. New Glarus. That really sounds good. like a condition. Like yeah. a, it's like, oh, uh, honey, that <laughs> New Glarus disease. <laughs> the, oh, it's so that good. Open sore on your face is looking like it's picking up a bit of New Glarus. I, I think it's gangrenous <laughs> in New Glarus. Yeah, they make you guys, they make a beer have, called Spotted Cow, and it's amazing. We okay. have got to knock off the silly talk. Yeah, do you know what I mean? True. Steph we got to get back. You know, I I have a new theory. What? Uh oh. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, he starts I, giggling. I don't really. <laughs> we have got to knock off the silly talk and get down to the brass tacks. Yeah. Because how else are you going to put that on your wall people if you don't have the brass tacks? People show up for the tips and tricks. They're here for the tips. They're here for the tricks. And you're in the right, right, right place, listener. Yeah. Here, let me try that again. You're here for the tip. <laughs> <laughs> you're here for the trick. Damn it. <laughs> All right, you want to hear some tips and tricks? You're in the right spot. You're going to... Damn! <laughs> just, what, is, what is happening? Just can't get it. What is wrong with you? Just can't get it. All right, let's just roll with the tips and tricks. Do you want to get in the rich tips first, or should we keep the rich tips for the last part of the tips? Tricks? I think we save those to give people something to look forward to. The thing to. is, is people are looking for tips and tricks. They want to apply to their life right now. Man. They want to put it right in their life. Okay. Here's, here's a tip. Yeah. Don't pee in the wind. All right. Into the wind. First of all, that actually is a helpful tip. Second of all, cut the crap. All right, bub. <laughs> yeah. So today we are going to talk about several dynamite business ideas that people are actually making money from. The reason we use that qualifier, people actually making money from, I think there's a lot of lists out there. I think this whole came, thing came up, Chase, when we were thinking about, we were trying to visualize how do people look for business ideas? What, what happens? Like, What's that process like? Well, you start with a good name, like Schlingler or whatever that was. Schlafly. Schlafly, right? You go like, hey, Barbara, my wife of 37 years. I've got this great and powerful last name. We should do something with it. Well, you like beer. Oh, that's perfect. You know, it's exactly. I think that's how a typical business exactly. gets started. Yeah. I think, well, I think like half of businesses get started that way. Okay, sure. And the other ones are... Somebody feels like they want to start a business, but they don't know what to do. Someone's like, you know what I hate? Working for someone. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'll tell, yeah. you, I'll tell you something really chaps my hide. Yeah. Having to clock in and out at my job. And, you know, I know, I know tons of um, the Silicon Valley big time business types, the startup-y kind of people yeah. who started businesses that way. I think we, there's this lore about businesses and ideas where... You know, you were you were sitting there trying to do something and just got so fed up with the existing solutions that you oh, decided yeah. to roll your own yeah. and it took off. But on the other hand, there are a lot of people who are just thinking to themselves, I want to start a business. I want to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to go out there and look for some ideas. 
one approach is some people start a bunch of them at, like in an incubator format. They start like 10 different ideas, yeah. see which one takes off. Yeah. Kevin Rose did this a number of times, yeah. right? And then see which one takes off and then works on that for three to five years, see where it goes. Um, so we were trying to visualize, okay, let's say you don't have an itch that you want to scratch. You just want to start a business. How are you going to find a good idea? And we started Googling it, right? Uh, one thing that we came up with was just this concept of like, how do I choose a business idea if mm. I have a bunch? And mm. we wrote a really in-depth blog post about it. Uh, which one which is this? We'll link to this the is biz- how to choose a business idea. Don't make these 10 mistakes. Oh yeah. The 10 mistake is crazy. You got to try that one out. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty good one. Yeah. So uh, we did a podcast on that. And then we were thinking, you know, the other thing that people find are just these long ass lists of business ideas. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of them are, you know, based on franchises and, and a lot of like, you know, brick and mortar kind of things. So we decided to come up with a list of our own of business ideas that people are actually making money from because a lot of these lists were just kind of like mediocre ideas yeah. that I wasn't even sure if I could come up with any real examples of businesses that followed yep. that idea. And we also figured we could probably come up with a list that was based mostly just on Fizzler businesses, mm. businesses that Fizzle Fizz members. Fizz business. Fizz businesses. <laughs> Fizz businesses. The greater Fizz business, we're only going to have a lot of them. They, you're always, it's going to turn into Cosby eventually. It just always does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything that starts with a slur ends with a Cosby. It starts as like a drunk dude on a porch. I don't really know what is happening. And then it turns into the Cosby going like this. And that you're not allowed to do anymore. Nope. You know, yeah. rightfully so. You're just breaking all the rules. Yeah. So uh, we've got this great list. If you guys go to fizzleshow.co slash. What are we on? 179? Yeah. Fizzleshow.co slash 179. Yes. Yeah. Head there. You're going to find a list of 50 business ideas that people are actually making f- money from with examples of Fizzle member run businesses. I got to be honest, uh, honest Tony. I-, I have never seen anything like this before in my life. Not only is there one business idea, not only is there two business ideas, both of them with real life examples linked out to, but there are three. Right? You've got three business ideas there, right? Yeah. That's uh, awesome. No, 50. What? <laughs> All right. That seems a little inappropriate. Yeah. It's excessive. <laughs> no, but I love that. I love the, your, your intro for this, right? Like, how do people come up with business ideas? This one angle that we saw out there that are like popular articles where it's just like people would just like look at a list of business ideas and come up with a business idea. Why would they do that? Oh, because they're like, I want... I think I could do something. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I need, I need some juice. Like I need someone to help me like see what's possible. Totally. That's what I love about this list is it's like, you will look at this and you will have an, you will see an idea that you didn't, you never even thought about before. Well, or maybe you, know? maybe you have already thought about several and you're just looking for some validation. Yeah. You just want to see some idea that you've had rolling around in your head in a list of ideas and then to look at some examples of that. So we got this big list of business ideas. And hopefully it's helpful for you. It's going to be helpful for for you if you look at it. If you're if you're honest about like, I really want to start up a business. And if you're at that stage, you know what I mean. And at the very least, it's a cool collection of people who are not like massive celebrity entrepreneur people. It's people who are doing the real work of what it like. You're not going to be able to start up a business today that becomes like a massive celebrity business, you know, uh, in in a short amount of time. 
you're going to be able to start up one that's going to play at the level that a lot of these businesses are playing at. And some of them might go on to play at some massive celebrity, you know, scale or something like yeah. that. Like when, when you think about it, oh, it's like, I love Apple. I love Steve Jobs. It's like, yeah, these are celebrity companies that we all know about. But there's a million of these awesome like family businesses, mom and pop businesses, independent businesses, small businesses of all kinds that are just like, they're just making great stuff and they're helping people and it's a real business and it's been around for a while and it's going to stay successful. You know, I, that's the kind of business I want to make. That's the kind of business you can make, you know, and work for yourself. You get all the freedom stuff Yeah, and you, and you're making something that's valuable without needing to be a celebrity or something like that. You know, that's what I love about this list of business ideas. So let's, uh, cherry pick some of these and and talk through them a little bit. Let's. Does that sound good? Yeah. Uh, Let's okay. get into it. And uh, I'm just going to dive in the middle just because. I mean, who likes to go? It seems like, like a, a chase kind of thing you to don't, do. You don't walk on in from the outside. No. You go in the middle and you survive your way out. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah. We can jump back up to the number one in a minute, but um, I just thought we'd start with number 39 on this. <laughs> That's way far in the middle, man. Wow. And uh, I want to do that only because this list was a pretty interesting collaborative process. Collab. Chase and I have been... Hey, Steph, how you doing over there, by Hi, the way? Hi, guys. Yeah, <laughs> keep going, babe. Keep going. You're doing great. How's that beer? It's really great. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just listening and sipping, and it's going great. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I didn't want to get between you and your beer. I appreciate uh, that. I really worked hard for this today. Good, good, good. And uh, all right, so Steph, you just jump in whenever you want to. Yeah. The, you know, this is going to take us a little while. She always Chase does. Chase and I had run of the show for a while, and, yeah. and now it's yeah. like, yeah, you know. This is going great. Yeah, okay, well, what's number 39? Let me just say one quick thing before mm. you get into number 39. So I think the points you've made are, are great, and the only thing I'll add is that I think for a lot of people, they might have a business idea, and we, you sort of mentioned that validation piece, but I think there's a lot of people out there who are like, okay, I have an idea, but can I actually make money doing that thing? So mm-hmm. it's really great to look at this and realize these people are all sustaining themselves, or at least really close to sustaining themselves with these businesses. So if you have an idea, you can look at other people and say, okay, these people are actually making a living with their business. They're not just like putting up a blog and writing about stuff. These people are really doing it. And I think that there's, I don't know, that sort of like raises the level for me. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So in the past, uh, like two months or so, we have been experimenting with a whole new editorial process on the blog. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We came up with a master list of content ideas. And then we narrowed those down to several that we thought would be really useful for you guys, the, the fizzle show listeners and and readers of the Sparkline. And then Chase and I workshopped these ideas, spending between a half hour and an hour, I would say, in front of a whiteboard, just coming up with um, everything that we thought would be useful in an article about this topic, and uh, and then jotted that stuff all down on a whiteboard so that we either one of us could write it. In fact, we decided in a couple of these to pass these off to a ghostwriter, not a ghostwriter, but a freelance writer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it was a really seamless transition because we had already come up with who this is for, what sort of problem it's supposed to solve, and then some bit of structure to the article and, and talked through it. Yeah. We even recorded our conversations and then we just handed off a couple of them to a freelance writer. <laughs> yeah. Which, is, which has worked out really well. And actually, the two that we handed off to freelance writers both were really popular for us. Yeah. And one of those is the article that we're talking about right now. So the meat and potatoes, as it were, of this article were from a conversation that Chase and I had, and then we gave it to a ghostwriter named Kevin Johns, mm-hmm. who is actually a Fizzle member. Kevin T. Johns. Kevin T. Johns. 
So if you uh, click through from fizzleshow.co slash 179 to the article that we're talking about, you'll see that it was written by Kevin T. Johns. And item number 39 on this list is ghostwriting. You got to be kidding me. I, you set this up so perfectly. Really? Unbelievable. Just all the way around. Yeah. Around yeah. The yeah. Yeah. So uh, Kevin works as a writer in a number of different capacities. Sometimes he's a freelance writer. Uh, and sometimes he is a ghostwriter where you write under someone else's byline and you can hire Kevin to do that for you. If you'd like to have an article written, you could hire Kevin. He could write it for you and then you could have it under your own name. So uh, you'll find here, you can click through uh, underneath item 39 to Kevin's site so that you can learn more about him and the services that he provides. There you go. That's great. It's a good little plug for Kevin, who's an absolute professional and wonderful person. So thanks, Kevin. And we handed him this big list of of uh, business ideas and, sa- and said, like, yeah, make a couple sentences on each one of these and maybe find some examples. And he found a bunch of examples of fizzlers who are doing this stuff, which is awesome. So, which, I mean, I want to go to 40 next. Okay. Digital scrapbooking teacher. All right. We're talking about business ideas that, like, you can do to earn money. Yeah. And you didn't immediately go to digital scrapbooking, did you? No. Like you weren't like like you know what I'm dying to get into. Someone might have. I was gonna say somebody probably did. Maybe. And and that someone needs to know that like you know Cassell is out there doing this for a living. You can find that. That's digital scrapbooking teacher. She's teaching. I remember. I remember when Lindy Reeves, my blessed mother. She was in a real scrapbooking phase of her life. It was not digital. Physical. It was not digital. We're talking acid-free pages, all right? Oh, and we were talking about archival. The little, the archival, and, and the little, like the little nib guy that, like, that just takes off the corner, so it's a rounded corner on everything, and then you put it in there. Some construction paper. Oh, you mean you like take a photo and then you clip the you clip the edges so that it's so, like, yeah, round. So it's, it's round, and then you use some glue and you put it on there, and then there's like some construction paper and like a, a thought bubble coming out when it's like a picture of like one of my mom's friends dancing on a table in her bra or something like that. And she's thinking like, hey, how did I get here? It seems <laughs> really, really scrapbook yeah. worthy. I can attest, I, I've seen a couple of these uh, yeah. scrapbooks and they you are incredible. Have. They are The incredible. Reeves are delightful. They are. <laughs> we would always, it was always like, you gotta have a really strong coffee table. The, no glass coffee table. No, no, we don't do Somebody's no. gonna be standing on it. <laughs> Someone's gonna go through it. Yeah. It's gonna get stood on in the living room. There's the big speakers and we're we're gonna play some damn. They're those kinds of people. Celebrate good times. Come on. Explain so much. It really does. <laughs> oh. Steph, Steph, you give us, give us one of these or give, or give us like an experience of yours, like with a business idea or pick one of these. That makes you think of something. What do you see? Just say something when you look at this. <laughs> I'm trying to see. I'm. I'm. So somebody, one of you guys, made a point at the beginning of this that there's going to be something on this list that surprises people, like everybody. So I'm going to pick yeah. something that I had not thought of myself. I like number 35, tour guide. I had not thought oh, of this yeah. as a business mm. idea. So talking about um, we in this article, we mention Jody Ettenberg, who leads food walks around Vietnam. I would not have thought of that as a business idea. So that's a pretty awesome. I mean, we have a lot of people who listen and a lot of folks in Fizzle who are really into travel. So I think it's pretty cool if you want to have the opportunity to to combine something like travel with earning money to be a, a tour guide and set up a business to, you know, walk people around different locations and um, she it says that she uh, helps people discover their favorite bites from the streets of Vietnam and that sounds pretty awesome to me. 
Yeah, and then she expanded that to Oaxaca. She had been living in Oaxaca for a while and got to know all the food there. If you followed her Instagram feed, you would know because she posts <laughs> pictures of amazing food all the time. Oaxaca. And uh, and Jody's actually uh, gluten free because of celiac. Wow! And so it's a an interesting take on uh, food in these different cities. A lot of soups. Lots lot, of soups. A lot of soups. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys ever done a, like a walking tour of a city? I have. Steph, Man. have you? I don't. I don't know that I have. I know I've done oh. like a bike. I think I've done a biking tour, not walking. A biking though. tour. That, that's another cool way to do it. But yeah, where did you do a walking tour, Corbett? In like three different places in Europe, we just. I think we just accidentally stumbled on a group that was doing it, and we were like, "What are they doing?" Yeah. And it seemed cheesy, and then we did it, and it was amazing because yeah. we learned about history. That what we city? Uh, we did it in Berlin. Berlin was the best. We did it for in me. Budapest. Wow. And. Um, we did Amsterdam as well. Listeners, I, I hope you you took in exactly how he said the word Budapest. I did. I, I caught that. Yeah, I thought that, it was just that me. is a uh, that is a cultured man over there. That's my business partner. Everybody, he's got a scarf on and a little beret and a tiny little cigarette, and he goes, "I was going to Budapest. Budapest. <laughs> they have a not very good cheese. However, the women, hey." It was like French to Russian talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know Paris. What are we talking about here? <laughs> There's nothing better than a victory arch. Yes, Paris, very good city. Is that Borat in there? <laughs> it's everything. They're all in there. Um, uh, here's one I like: exam prep educator. Why are we going? Hold well, on. Why are we going what? through these business idea names? Why, why are we? Why are we going through these? I'll tell you why I'm going through this. Is because you're out there and you want to make a business, and either you have one up or you don't. Do you know what I mean? Do you not have one up? Do you not have like the direction and the juice heading in some certain direction? I've been there. I know what that feels like. You got all the potential energy in the world. And you're not doing anything. Like there's nothing happening, you know, because mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know enough yet to go, right? Yes, you're totally right. And you don't have to go yet. You totally don't. You're a smart person and you're re- and, and you, you want to wait for something. It's like, hold on, I want it to feel good. That's why we're going through these business ideas. So we can show you that people are doing it and they're doing it in weird ways. My hope from this is you hear some weird stuff like walking around Vietnam, teaching people about food in Vietnam and you go like, well, I don't care about Vietnam or food, but I'll tell you what I do like is this thing over here. Maybe I could find a way to do that. Find a way to do that. That's the thing. I love coffee in Portland, so I'm going to lead coffee tours. Dude, did you just say that out loud? That is like the best business idea that like why... Think about the tourism industry in Portland. Exactly. Right now. Yeah. Weed tours. Right. Right? Pot's yeah, legal in that's Portland. That's a thing now. That's a thing. I never thought about the coffee tour thing. Right? I could blow some people's minds as a coffee tour. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Woo! You know how the... I, I, won't, I won't. I'll save it. I'll save it. But that's why we're going through this list. We're just going to name some stuff and we're going to tell you about our experience and what we like about it so that you go, oh, I like this about that, but I wouldn't do it in that way. I would do it over here in this. That's the whole game. That's the only game here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's there's something about being an entrepreneur when you realize finally that you can build a business based on anything. Anything. As long as there's demand and people are willing to pay for whatever solution you can come up with, you don't have to follow exactly what yeah. somebody else does. 
And so it's fun to think about these. And you can make multiple businesses. Like, yeah, you can make a business about anything and you only get a handful of people every month paying for it. Well, then you've got plenty of time to do another business. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Right. Or to, or to take a job that you actually enjoy. Yeah. You know what I mean? To do something that is like fun for you. This is your life, people. Wake up. Smell the coffee. It's Folgers. It's every morning. Was it? Best part of waking Best up. Best part of waking <laughs> up is Folgers in, in your cup. cup. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. It's <laughs> really that well done. Steph, that was for you. You guys, you know what? Um, this conversation is actually starting to remind me of another, one of my favorite episodes that we've done, which was uh, episode 129, The Art of Low Competition Business Ideas. Do you guys remember? You remember episodes about that of the one? show? You remember actually like having like, like certain episodes of the show? I, <laughs> no, I actually really... I like survive them. <laughs> and 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 it's on to the next one already. Well, the so internet, tell me about- the internet is my friend, so I found the number. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the art of low competition business ideas. We talked about um, this guy named Chris, who was a fizzler. Who you guys might remember this. He tried two different businesses. He tried kind of like an online passive income type business. Then he also launched a business called Sale Mentor, where he was um, teaching people yeah. about sailing. And I do we, recall that. We mm-hmm. talked all through this episode about just sort of like low competition or perhaps even u- unusual or unique business ideas. Mm-hmm. So if people are kind of interested in the path that we're on right now, talking about kind of surprising or maybe unheard of business ideas, that's another really good episode where we talked about all kinds of different ideas that uh, people have turned into successful companies that you would never have thought of before. Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah. What else? What else? What else we got? Obviously, you know, the old standby is a life coach. Right? I think more life coach businesses get started every mar- month than, than any other kind of business in the world. You know why? Guess what you need to start a life coach business? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you, need, to talk. you need nothing but hope. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. Right? And, and that's that's um, the opposite of a low competition business idea. It is. I'd say. Because there are a lot. But because there's so much uh, noise in that environment, if you were a really good life coach you're going to be able to find clients. Or if you decide to focus on someone specific, like our example yeah, here is yeah. uh, Fizzler James Mondry, who focuses on uh, corporate managers. Oh, that's nice. So yeah. at least he's targeting like yeah. a specific group. And then, you know, the, the goal is hopefully you help somebody and they know other people like them. Dude, you could be managers. a good life coach of, like, like it's almost like this is like a paid professional gig. Not like, so life coaching is just like anyone who's certified as life coach or is, as the training or whatever can walk into any environment and start coaching a person, right? Even if they don't know yeah. anything about that, that's what it's supposed to be. But there's something that's developing where it's like, you're kind of paying for a mentor, you know, and it can, it can supercharge your whole career. So Corbett, if, if you took clients as a, you know, that are trying to bootstrap their own business or something like mm-hmm. that, you'd be probably the best person in the world for them to work with because of the way that you synthesize me? all these. You're yeah, talking to me? I'm talking to you. Oh. Because of the way that your, your brain works, your experience has That's happened funny. and all sorts of stuff like that, Yeah, you know, that would make you insanely valuable to these people, right? Whereas for me, if, if there's anybody out there who wants to know how to like, hey, how do you feel confident about yourself when you also have love handles and a big nose? It's like, dude, you just come with me, all right? I've got, a, show you. I've got a program. I got a, I got a program, mother. You know what I mean? I would, yeah. I got a program. Right. So it's like I got that kind of thing mm-hmm. that I'm able to sort of help the people with. We're and just we're just in a silly mood today. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we? I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. I guess we are. Golly, you've said it. We are in a darn hooting weird old mood. <laughs>
Um, how about this? An ebook creator. Love that because you know what? You got some design skills, but maybe you don't have the coding skills. Well, you probably know how to use InDesign, a program used to make ebooks, or even iBooks author from Apple. You make some, you could absolutely do that where you're now they're talking about being a creator of an ebook i'm talking about even just the ebook designer yeah like i meant like how many people out there want to make an ebook and they actually have a pretty big audience but they they don't know how to do yeah. the program they don't know how to do the stuff go look on fiverr yeah if people don't know fiverr it's a place where you can get you know uh tasks done for cheap yeah starting at five bucks and go look there and, and see what kinds of things people are doing and which ones are popular. And you could probably build an entire business about that. There are people on Fiverr who just design eBooks mm -hmm. and do a tremendous amount of business. Yep. Our example here is more someone who created an eBook and sure. sells them. Yeah. Uh, friend of Fizzle, Brett Kelly. Brett Kelly. Who it's been too in, long, buddy. Where are you at? Is in one of our uh, founder stories. Mm -hmm. Tells the story of how he created Evernote Essentials, which is just a thick ass guide to everything you need to know. TAG. <laughs> everything you need to know about using Evernote, the yeah. software. And Brett made a killing doing that. In fact, yeah. he ended up working for Evernote because it was so popular and put mm -hmm. him in touch with the right people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, event planner. I love that. Like it's basically all sorts of these freelance careers where you're just like, people need that. Like enough people need that every year in this town for me to earn my like earn enough money every month to do it, you know? Because you, you might like that's what I love about one of the things I really love about our program is the minimum viable income stuff. If you're going through the roadmap, we strategically introduce you uh, to ideas in a certain order, right? One of those ideas is like business archetypes. Another one is like choosing a topic, right? All of these things because. I, we find that, that if you, if you're kind of, if you're influenced by these ideas or if you do these exercises in a particular order, it, they build on each other. Well, one of those that we bring in is the minimum viable income exercise, which we walk you through in the roadmap. And it is about what is the minimum amount of money that you and your family or whoever you live with actually needs to make. And here's the, here's the tools to go to use to go do the thing. Here's how to do it. Here's what you're looking for. Um, and you realize how much money you actually need to make. And then you can look at all of the opportunity that you have and, and, and overlay that with your skills and or desires, right? Uh, and, and go like, okay, so how much money? Okay, so, I mean, for a lot of people, I think, and Steph, you, I think, said this as much in the article on minimum viable income that like, you'd be surprised. It, it might be lower than you think, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that that's and it's really empowering when you go like, hey, wait, homeless people in America have it better than most people in the world. <laughs> like they're more affluent than pe than some people in the world. So it's like, all right, so if things got so bad, <laughs> I'm doing a lot better than that already. And so you realize you're, the, the amount of money you need to make every month might be lower than you think. And you're kind of stressed out about a lot of stuff that you could you could actually chill out, find something you enjoy and then work it up into making a more and more affluent sort of income. On the thing. Anyways, the point being, you got your freelance careers and event planner is one of them, right? So it's like you you, you want to be, uh, you, you're someone who likes events. You like putting together things. You like sequencing uh, sort of stuff. Wedding planner is a great example of this kind of stuff. Just another one of those things that's like, dude, people need that help when they're having a wedding and you can give it to them, yeah. right? And yeah, you might, you might not be like a billionaire for a little while, but that's the beginning. 
You know, you you start up a little firm that has a, a program that you take grooms and brides through that has this reputation and a handful of other people start working for you and you're training them. And then you've got five trainer or, you know, planners out there. You could build a company or you could do something so big and you're like the you're the the artist and the, the amazing visionary of this thing. And you build a kind of uh, a course for brides and grooms to think about their wedding mm -hmm. or an ebook or some sort of resource for them. Right. Or just a, an actual published book about the thing. Like the sky's the limit in terms of how it can manifest, yeah. like all the different shapes that it can take. Right. But the only thing, the only way that's going to happen is if you're like, dude, I love event planning and I've got a knack for it. You yeah. Know? Or I just want to be helpful with event planning. Totally. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on this trick right now where it's like that Tony Robbins documentary. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah, you know, it's just like this is your life. Like, this is it. Like, well, if you don't love it, like, there's a lot of ways you can make this work. There's probably an infinite number of ways you could make this work, right? Yeah. So what do you actually enjoy? Like, what do you want to be doing? Like, what's the itch that you are always going to be scratching, even if you're trying to hide it from people, you know, and from your boss and your career? Like, well, dude, screw it. Try that. Let's try to do that. Screw it. Let's, let's be, it. let's be, screw it. Let's do it. Let's, like, how do we be brave about that? That's scary. It's a really scary thing for a lot of us to think of. It's yeah. a really scary thing. But how do you be brave? How do you start being brave about that? That's like that. When I look at when I look at a list of business ideas like this, I can imagine a lot of people going like, "Oh, maybe that could be me. Oh, maybe that could be me. Oh, maybe that could be me. Oh, maybe that could be me." Right? And it's like, no, you already know who you are. You just forgot. Like it's in there somewhere. And yeah. I want your idea to come from that. From like, what were you like when you were a kid? That's why I want there to be some through line there because you're probably gonna stick with it. Yeah. And it'll probably be what makes you successful as you're the only person that was like, that just has this flair for that thing. You know, you are literally a one in a million about that. Whereas you're one in a hundred on, on being a life coach. Yeah. You're one in, you know, whatever, uh, 50 and being an event planner. Yeah. Which is one of the mistakes we talked about in, mm. in our, uh, you know, uh, yeah. 10 mistakes in choosing a business idea, yeah. which was not taking advantage of some existing skills or knowledge or experience that you have. That's really important. If you yeah. have, some basis of skills or knowledge. And or everybody does. It's like this, and the knack that you have, it's like some weird, like for me, I'm a weirdo, but I've always wanted to feel love. You know, and I never really did that much, but I'm quirky and charming and entertaining. So I've always, I've always had that stuff and I've always been looking for the deeper meaning things. That's like what I do. That's just like, like I, there's a lot of stuff I wish I did instead, but that's what I got. Right. You know what I mean? Like the more I double down on that, the more I'm leveraging like the strongest tool I have in the toolbox. You know, and that, but I, I'm also 35 and I've been working really hard at figuring out what those things are. Yeah. You know, I've been working harder than, than most people that, I, that I've seen at my age, you know, um, present company, not include, not exclude, you know, whatever. You know, sure. Yes. Yeah. Not, not to humble brag or not whatever, to humble brag or whatever, but I'm harder on this. I, I, what, what is it that, that Moses wrote in the Bible? Apparently, uh, and Moses was the most humble man alive. <laughs> That's the first in the Bible that, uh, the most many, many conservative alive. scholars would say Moses wrote this and <laughs> Moses said Moses was the ho most humble yeah. man alive. <laughs> I love that. Uh, all right, Steph, where, where are we at? You got another favorite you want to talk through? Well, here? I, I don't know. Some of the points that were just made kind of are making me think of number 32. So coloring book and poster maker. So this one mm, yeah. is kind of on my mind right now because we, so we've talked about this topic a few times on the show before coloring books and poster makers, but Chase was just talking about how sometimes doubling down on the thing that's like really your thing can be really surprising in terms of how successful it can be. And I think Adam Walker Cleveland, who we've talked, we've talked about this 25 K in three weeks, how to handle the overwhelm of a hit product. Adam makes 
advent calendars and other sort of posters that are colorable for kids around ministry and things like that. We actually just got an update. I think today I was uh, looking in the forums and Adam was back on in fizzle telling us about some of his upcoming product launches. And he's pushing for a $100,000 launch in February for Lent. So you would probably, I don't know about you guys. I would never think about a poster, a colorable poster being yeah. within anywhere near a 100, a possible $100,000 launch. And yet Adam has just really doubled or even tripled down on this like very micro thing that he does so well. And as yeah. a result, he's been wildly successful with his products. So I just think it's a really good example of that. Yeah, it is. It is such a great example. This this is why I love talking about real businesses like this instead of just, you know, in the abstract. Yeah, We're it just is talking true. about the success stories that everybody knows because, you know, Adam his business isn't the kind of thing that you're going to hear about necessarily. No, yeah. Unless you're in a crew of people like Fizzle or, mm -hmm. or whatever, where you get to know the kinds of businesses that real people are starting instead of only hearing about, you know, the 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 Fizzle kind of businesses where it's yeah. like a business that helps other people start businesses or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or passive um, income or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or or unicorns, like yeah. the billion dollar companies. You hear about those all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just so cool to hear. Like, who would have thought like a multi six figure business based around Advent yeah. coloring posters? Yeah, like kids yep. coloring stuff. You know, Amazing. I love that. It may for forty number forty nine is reviewer business, right? So, you know, running a blog doesn't necessarily mean having to come up with brilliant new content on a regular basis. Some successful bloggers have come from the perspective of you get a product and you review it. Like, here's what this review is. Here's what this product is like. And if you're thinking about this product, maybe compare it to this one or the other one. And a real world example of that is, is Darren Rouse of Pro Blogger, who got his start uh, reviewing digital cameras. And then what's also mentioned is our very own Chase Wardman Reeves. Hi, thanks, everybody. Good to see you. Um, who has this is not my side hustle <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, it's it's my it's my little like pet project of just like i i review bags online and if you look at my last bag review like people are so hungry for my reviews that the people who follow me are so hungry for my reviews that it's just like 30 comments of gushing like of gut like why don't you make more reviews? This is, you're the best reviewer of anything on the web. Yeah. Right? I would never, I would not be the best reviewer of bags on the web if I was doing this for a living. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's only because it's like this just a passion. spare part passion thing that I got going on. Like I fix up cars in my garage. Yeah, if I was a man, I'd do that. Instead, I review bags. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and I love it. I love bags. I love interacting with the, with the designers of these bags, with the, the brains and the behind the designs through their actual machinery like but through their designs themselves rather than talking with them it's it's really fun to talk about what it's like to use these bags and now i have like bag manufacturing this one guy good bags g-u-d um what's up igor he he re reached out to me just sent me an email he's like hey man i got your email from one of the guys at Carryology. just want to say like i love i love the way you talk about bags <laughs> and i was like you're a bag manufacturer you're like doing the work <laughs> i'm a princess i'm a princess at the ball but guess what dude i you could Honestly, any one of you could come in this door and give me your best impression of like of like someone who thinks I'm stupid for doing that. And I would go, I know it's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's going to make it's going to it's going to be something that's valuable again. Like it just came. It's just like such a natural expression that um, 
when you experience something like that, it can change your life. It really can. When you realize what's possible. And, well, and who, and who would think that tens of thousands of people want to tune in to watch some dude talk about a bag for 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's part of it is everything's changing, right? Everything, everything's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So like, like what's getting big now is it was something that would be ridiculous yesterday, but it's like the kids are all into it tomorrow, you know? And it's, so it's just some weird crap. Yeah, that, it's like so. What do you geek out about? Because there's not there's nothing morally superior to one or the other of these things. I mean, this would have just been you gushing about a bag at the office. Yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like you guys got to check out this bag. Yeah, and then you're talking about it for ten minutes, yeah. and then people are like, "Wow, you really care about this." <laughs> But yeah. now, because yeah. of the power of the internet, yeah. you can reach millions of people around the world. It's all about the P O I, you guys. Yeah, the the poi. The power of the <laughs> As internet. We call it. <laughs> the poi. You but, know, we come into the place where like. Was the point? Ah, it's really bad. Sorry. Keep going. Bad. Keep going, Steph. No, I was just going to say, that's the thing. I think that, you know, people, myself included, for sure, it's really easy to lose sight of just how many people are in this world. It's crazy. You know, it's mm. we're talking about billions of people. And I think when people are, when, when we're starting a business, you think to yourself, well, I need this to get really big. But to get, quote, really big, you need like just the tiniest percentage of all of the people who are out there. And I think if you think of it like that, like you don't really need to find that many people in order to make this thing work. So some of these kind of like crazy off the wall ideas that don't even seem like business ideas become possible if there's like 10,000 people who like the same weird shit that you like. It's basically all it comes down to. I love that. You know, it reminds me of, there's a Seth Godin quote. And I was just looking for it. I couldn't find it. Um, it was something to the tune of like, how few people, don't ask yourself how many people could I get with this thing. Ask yourself, how few people would I need to actually support myself doing this? You know, I love that question. How, what's the smallest number of people that I need into this thing for me to actually support myself doing it? Because that, that number, if you fight for that, it's just realistic. And it and you and once you get it, you have it. Versus like when it's once you get the other stuff, like when you're like when you're like, how big can I make this? It's never gonna be big enough. You're always yeah. gonna go like I can make it bigger. I can right. make it bigger. I can make it bigger. You know, and that just kills you. That just sucks it just sucks all the juice out of it. Yeah. You know? Totally. Um all right. Uh let's see. Oh, another one that uh is kind of an oddball that you wouldn't think of necessarily is being a freelance animator. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, in the in the old world, you used to think of being an animator was something that you had to, you know, study, you had to perfect, and then you had to beg to work for some big company like Disney or something, right, mm. to, uh, to go big time and to get paid to do this. Now, you can be a freelancer and do this. And uh, the example we have in here is from um, uh, Christina Mays. And remind me, you guys, if Christina... Um, is the one who recently worked for Scientific American? Is that right? Yeah, she yeah. Did the the video the spider, of spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that awesome? Yeah, that was awesome. And so I think that was her. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I remember that video. Yeah, so she is. Uh, she's working as a freelance animator, and and who would have thought? But now because of the web, it's so easy to connect with people, and you can actually see she's got this list of clients that includes people like Activision and um, General Mills, Simplifilm, Firebrand Games, a bunch of different. Uh, clients and testimonials. Her, she has a really great site, actually. If you go and check out, this is item number 20 on our list. Mm -hmm. Go check that out. Click through to her site. It's called Yawn and Yonder Studios, one-stop freelance creative and production services. 
And um, she just has a really great like setup here. It's not the most beautiful site. Yeah, there's just a lot of good details about the work that she does, her clients, her testimonials, which is, all that kind which of stuff. Which just makes which just completes the picture. It's just like that's the kind of stuff that makes a website so good. I really like number fifty online music teacher, and I'll and I'll expand it to just be an online teacher, right? Because I think for every one of us listening, if we're lucky, we had a teacher who like got through. Like someone who that was like like they they did it, and I don't really I can't really remember myself having one. Um, there's been some people uh, in my life, and I just lucked out to get to know them. But to have a teacher like at a public school or something like that really connect with you, yeah, could be Tony Robbins in that documentary. Man, he tells a story. And he gets really weepy about it. Um, about there's about this teacher moment that he had where he's just like it was that guy did not need to do that, and he did, and it. And it changed everything. Mm -hmm. It changed everything for me. Um, I want that experience to be had by everybody. Do you know what I mean? What if you, like, I want that experience to be had by everybody. And maybe there's a way we can do that through the, using the POI, the power of the internet. Um, you know, because online teaching, now I don't have to go to, you know, Portland Community College to learn how to do graphic design. I can go study with some of the best graphic designers that are alive if they have a Skillshare course yeah. or a this, that, or the other, you know, Creative Live or something like that. These, they might not be great teachers. That's the problem. Some of us are like really good teachers and we should be teaching, but we don't want to go get a job at the public school well, and, or something like and that. And the cool thing now is that, you know, instead of, Back in the day, you would go down to Beacock's Music, yeah. you know, tote your guitar down there yeah, or your trumpet or whatever it was, sit in a... For tiny, one of us, it was a guitar and for the other, it was a trumpet. I'll sit, let you guess who. Sit in a tiny, <laughs> windowless, hot-ass room with a metronome and a teacher yeah, and just bust it out, you know, an hour at a time, whatever. And, you know, God bless them. Like, a lot of people do really good work, but a lot of times yeah. you get a kind of a mediocre teacher. Mm -hmm. Now, because of the POI, the POI, yeah. the power of the internet. The POI, POI. Um, some of the people who are really great teachers, the cream rises up to the top now. Yeah. And these people, some people have six-figure, some people, we know online music teachers who have seven-figure businesses yeah. just teaching somebody how to play a single instrument yeah. because they use YouTube, they reach a bunch of people that way. Um, and then they have a membership or a series of, you know, lessons that you yep. can purchase and you get to sit in the comfort of your own home and, and learn. And, you know, there's, there, there are pros and cons to it. I mm -hmm. think in some ways, you know, you might learn better if you have a really good teacher one-on-one, -on -one, but you'd pay a lot more for it. You're talking yeah. about hundreds of dollars yeah, yeah, a yeah. month, as opposed to maybe you're paying 20 bucks a month. And it would be a different learning experience. Probably be worth the, worth the, the effort if you can find a great teacher to, but who of us can afford that? You know what I mean? Very but few if, of us can. But if you're already a music teacher or yeah. if you're already any kind of teacher yeah. and you're taking students and you're doing, you know, booking sessions every week, it makes so much sense to also build your business online yeah. because you already have that skill set. All you have to do is learn how to film the thing and to post it online. And if you're a good teacher, then you have an opportunity to earn so much more, yeah. to reach so many more. And people. I love the example of being an online music teacher, you know, because we've, we, we mentioned Jeff, Jeff Chalmers from Discover Double Bass here in the article. There was also Bob Reynolds, who plays with John Mayer and one of my favorite bands, Snarky Puppy, and uh, and a bunch of bunch of people. He's he plays on the the View or the Voice or whatever. <laughs> yeah. those are very different things. Yep. he plays on the Voice. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you should watch what he's doing. Like you should watch him vlogging 
because he's crushing. He's doing so great. Yeah. Right. I love yeah. how he's rolling with that. And there's something. Um, there's a, we also got another guy in in Scott, in, Scott Divine of Scott Divine Scott Space Lessons. We got another guy who's teaching jazz and improv piano inside yeah. of Fizzle. There's something really pure to me about teaching music online. It's like you can get it. Like yeah, there's it makes a lot of sense. It's harder to go like how do I teach being a clinical therapist online or how do I teach being uh you know other things online? Mm -hmm. But you can do it right. You can see how pure and simple it is in the music thing. And you can go like, all right, what would be a version of that for the the things that I'm interested in or the right, thing that right, right. I'm teaching? Right. Right. So I just love that one a lot because to me, this is sort of the promise of the internet that we're going to be transformed it's by the, it. The poi? The, there, well, there's the poi and the poi. Okay. Yeah. So that's why, that's why they normally say poi poi. Yeah. The power of the internet, the promise of the internet. Right. I have that tattooed on my knuckles. Poi poi. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of thug life. <laughs> Instead of thug life, it's just poi poi. <laughs> Poi, poi. <laughs> poi oip. Um, what else we got? What else we got, guys? I don't know. What do you what, let's let's stop there for a second. Let's take a breath. Take a breather. Steph, someone people are out there thinking about their business idea. What are the emotions that they're feeling about that? I think like respective to this article and talk and what we're talking about, I think the feeling is just maybe like what you've got isn't special enough. You know, or mm. like what, what you're. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. Stick with that for a yeah. second. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? You know, like, I think it's interesting. I see this all the time with Fizzle members. It's like people will be like, well, I know a lot about this thing, but I don't know. Everybody knows that. And mm. you have to stop mm -hmm. people and be like, hold on a second. No, not everybody knows yeah. how to build a, one of the things on here, a dictionary WordPress plugin. Like I have no idea how to do that, you yeah. know? And I think that a lot of times people get, you You get so in your own head and you're so used to the things that you know, you lose sight of the fact that there is somebody out there who's dying to have that information. You know, quite mm. literally, they would do anything to have that information and you are the person that could give it to them. I think it's so easy to lose sight of that. So to me, the number one thing is people, everybody, I don't know, maybe it's cheesy, but I do think that everybody has something that they can, whether it's a hobby or a passion or a skill, it doesn't matter. You have something that you can turn into something and just recognizing that that possibility exists. That's what I love about this article is realizing that there are just like, infinite possibilities that you can actually turn into a real thing that generates cash in your wallet every every month that's crazy yeah. and yeah. it's just very inspiring to me yeah and these are just small regular people bootstrapped yeah you know there's no vc investment involved mm -hmm. there's no like there's very few uh degrees or or certifications yeah, no involved, MBA involved <laughs> yeah. or anything. these are just regular people that yeah. decided to start a business based around something that they know. And I totally agree. A lot of these seem so simple. I think a lot of people are stopped from being an entrepreneur just because they think, no, that that idea, that could never be a business. Yeah. yeah. But then you see examples like this and hopefully you realize how simple a business idea can be. I yeah. think that these ideas feel really genuine. Like they feel like honest ideas that people had. It's not, uh, you know, people trying to scam other people into buying snake oil. Yeah. It's yeah. people who had real things that they cared about that they decided to just kind of, kind of like Chase was talking about his bag reviews. We're kind of laughing about it. But seriously, Chase, you started doing that because you're just kind of interested in it. And there's a lot of, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of authenticity in that. And a lot of these ideas just feel like real authentic people that you would sit down and have a coffee with. And I think that that's really oh, part, yeah. part of the appeal. Oh, that's, you're absolutely right. I mean, why do you like a comedian? It's it's not necessarily because the jokes are so good. It's because you like them. Right. Like you connect with, like you're getting a person on stage. I think the same thing happens with business. You like, you like the way this business feels. You like the, 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 you like the person in it in some ways. Right. But I think back to that feeling of what I have isn't special enough yet. 
right? There, I think a lot of transformation has happened in my life when I put out something I did not think was special and people told me it was special, you know? Yeah, of course, there's going to be other people who would look at it and go like, that's not special, like whatever. You just haven't, like we've been doing that out here in San Francisco for like forever, so you're lame, so whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people who would tell you, like, like you can put out something, I guarantee you, I can find you people who will say it's stupid. The question is, can you find people who say it's awesome? Like it's, and they who like actually like it. They don't know you. They don't care about you, but they see this thing. They're like, well, oh, that was awesome. Can I get another one in the mail when you make one? You know what I mean? Like that's the question. And I think uh, you might be surprised how low the bar is for that. You know, not just to mention my present company, Corbett Bar, um, who is a dirtbag, but he's not a lowbrow. Hmm. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about that. I mean, that's exactly the kind of thing a dirtbag would say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know what I found? Uh, I found the transcript. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. Seth Godin is awesome. Seth Godin's probably one of the better minds in business because, I mean, he's like a guru of, of, because he doesn't say a lot. He says the opposite of a lot. He says things that are paradoxical instead of things that are like, here's how you do it. Right. Because that's true. Like I, we could, we give a lot of tips and tricks for what's working right now that might not work in 10 years. Right. And he's been, we're at this for 50 years or so, 40 years or something. So he's, he's given a lot of tips. Um, actually, no, he's probably only 20, 20 years been doing the guru thing. Like telling you how to do business. Before that, he was doing the business thing. What? Are, but what, what is the passage of time, really? There isn't time. There just isn't. It's not a thing. Yeah. There isn't time. So, so stop worrying about it. Anyways, the point being, his episode of On Being with Krista Tippett, which is another podcast that I wish I had more time to listen to, but I just, I just don't. I love Krista Tippett. I think she's amazing. I think she just came out with a book. But she did an interview with Seth Godin. That's by, by, by a long shot my favorite interview with him ever. Um, his one with Tim Ferriss is pretty good. But I, I'll, I'll put into the show notes here a, um, the transcript from, from this one. And what he says is, um, let me see how few people. Uh, he says that to that quote that, that I was talking about uh, before is like, think about it like this. How few people can I influence and still be able to do this tomorrow. Because if we influence just enough people to keep getting the privilege to do it, then tomorrow there'll be even more people. Because we're doing something genuine that connects as opposed to something, as opposed to doing something fake that's entertainment. And I just think that like, if I was to summarize my, you know, my entrepreneurial journey, a lot of it would be just kind of like, oh yeah, actually I don't have much more to say than that. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? You know, finding something that's genuine that connects versus something that's fake but entertains. You know, that is, that's finding something that's genuine, that connects for you. Done. If you make $100,000 less than you wanted to every year, screw it. You'll still be better off for it. if you only wanted to make $100,000? That's what I'm saying. Make zero. You'd make a zero (laughs) dollar. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't work. So you'd have to want to, you'd have to want to make like $160,000. All right, let's not get hung up on the math. Well, I want to get into this because I'm trying to get better at math. (laughs) I got my abacus here. So that's a hundred thousand <laughs> minus hundred. Oh, you're right. It's zero. We were, we were out to dinner with, uh, with some friends and they had, uh, like a seven and a five-year-old. And I spent like 10 minutes trying to explain to the seven-year-old how the library works. <laughs> like when, when you couldn't just look something up on the phone and you had to yeah. go to the card catalog. No. They couldn't get it. Look through the index. They just couldn't get it. Go they, find the book. She, no, she was like, I love books. That sounds like fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, when information was like a physical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should put a pin in it there. Unless there's, is there anything else you want to add, Steph or Corbett? 
not for me. No, I, think we did no, it, I mean, yeah, I think we did it. Go check out this this list, uh, fizzleshow.co slash 179. You might find something that inspires you. You might find something that validates something that you were thinking about. You might just realize that the scope of a business idea doesn't have to be huge. Yeah. It could just be, you could just decide, you know what? I'm tired of all the crap that's in deodorant, so I'm going to make some hand-churned natural deodorant and sell it. That's not, that's clean, not on this list, though. Clean Pits Company. No. It is on this list. What number is that? Uh, That is uh number 42. 42. Yeah. Wow. That's yep. really up there. You could decide that, you know what? I'm tired of these kimonos that just don't breathe. You yeah, know? yeah, They're yeah. expensive and just... I'm going to make my own kimonos. I'm well, call it that would okay be co- kimonos. That'd be cool, but nobody's done that and been successful no, with that's, it. No, that's on here. That's what? Number no, that's, 44. That's number 44? Yep. Brendan Hufford makes those. You know, I want to talk Brendan. to Brendan and get him to make us some, like, I, I just want the kimono, like, pants. Like, I want to make, like, a fizzle version kimono pant that just, like, all the fizzlers could buy if they wanted. Because, like, I just think it'd be fun to lounge around in a karate pant, and, like, a, and, like I might, hey, I got a free range of motion right now. I could do a kick. Whoop! I you didn't know? even see that kick coming. That's how much free that, range you had. That's what I'm talking about. So, All right, y'all. I have been Chase Warman-Reeves. I've been Corbett Barr. I have been Steph Crowder. And we'll see you there. Or, or we'll, we'll see you another, another time. time. So there you have it. Fizzleshow.co slash 179. You guys notice I didn't do the all right. Oh, I didn't I didn't do it though. I didn't go right into it. That was some self-discipline. All right. Fizzleshow.co slash 179. That's where you're gonna find this awesome article listing all these business ideas so you can take your own notes and maybe get a little inspired for one of those one of those things that you can't help but be curious about. You know, those things that you keep fiddling with. Uh, inside yourself. The things you keep trying to repress, probably, if you're anything like me. Fizzleshow.co slash 179. Here's an iTunes rating from Skinny Kenny, who says, These guys totally rock. I really appreciate the silliness, the goofiness, and the hijinks that accompany every show. I don't think I would listen to a content-only podcast that said the content is actionable and totally legit. If you are looking for inspiration as well as direction, I recommend The Fizzle Show. Just be ready to LOL laugh out loud. Aw, thanks, Skinny Kenny. Hey, by the way, you're looking really good, man. You lost some weight? Our goal here is to help you make progress on your business every single week, dear listener. Every week. We want you to do I mean that. Every week, we want you to make progress. That's how you're going to get better. That will be your guru. That will be your teacher, your MBA. Right, but it, it, so that's our goal. If you like that, if you resonate with that, if you if you enjoy the show at all, could you please leave us an iTunes review? If you haven't, just simply search for the show in the iTunes store and click write a review. It would mean the world, and I would hope that I'd find it and read it out here on the air, and you'd be world famous and probably never have to work another day in your life. So uh, you got that going for you. <laughs> Here's a quote from a guy called Ramdas. Like Ramdas, one day talked to me about Ramdas. I really kind of like this guy. Um, take a little bite out of this little quote. It's, it's out of context, but still, it's take it. All right. Your problem is you're too busy holding on to your own unworthiness. Ooh, <laughs> feel that one. You're too busy holding on to your own unworthiness. Let it go. Your unworthiness. Why am I holding on to it? Let it go. <laughs> Find care. Take care. Serve hard and dig in. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you next Fizzle Friday. <laughs>